black helicopters to FEMA camps. That's why I like doing voices. I do other people's voices, and then that way you can't hear mine. That's why turning it, all it, the frogs gay. I, w- I want you to listen to that Nelk podcast, and then next time, next time you come back, what the one with uh, we, uh, the Trump one? Alex Jones? No, no, the one with, they did with Alex Jones. And then come back. You can do your Alex Jones, and uh, I'll try to be uh, Kyle from uh, the Nelk Boys. Because oh, okay, it was like one of the worst podcasts I've. It was a very it was a shit podcast because it just jumped around to so many things. Alex Jones was just all over. Because it's impossible. It's impossible to do a podcast with Alex Jones. No, I've heard him. I've heard him do some really good ones, like no, the no, one on Rogan or classic. Yeah, let me finish. Yeah, let me let me start from the beginning. Okay, with that one, that that thought. It's almost impossible to do a podcast with Alex Jones mm-hmm. because there are so many things that's he, that he said and so many things that have either been complete fuck-ups or, com- or complete truths. There's so many things and there's not enough time. So how long was the podcast? Two, almost two hours. Okay, two hours is like... In, in Alex Jones's world, <laughs> it's like 15 minutes. Right. He yeah. does three-hour podcasts every day for his info his radio wars. show right yeah right and that might that might not even he might even do double that like he might be doing six or seven hours i don't even know right yeah so the amount of information that he covers all the time if you were interviewing him you would have to literally pick one topic yeah and only stay to that topic right and for them to like even try to do more than one topic is is crazy yeah, it's no, crazy. they just jumped everywhere. Even Joe Rogan. When Joe Rogan podcasts with Alex Jones and Eddie Bravo and all those other guys, it's so hard to keep him nailed down because he goes on these tangents and one topic becomes another one so quickly. And Joe Rogan kept trying to like slow yeah. him down and stop him and like, okay, let's Google that. Mm-hmm. You know, let's check that. He mentioned that. He's like, that's why Joe always uh, checked. That way they, they wouldn't pull it down. So that's why they fact checked him all the time. And then even on that podcast, they, they, they fact check him or they looked for his articles, his source and they, they said they went 0-3 on his on his articles. What do you mean? Like, Alex Jones is like, look that up. It's in an article. And then and they wasn't? and they, they couldn't find it after whoever their yeah, team was. Yeah, but again, you need young Jamie to find it. Yeah, right? someone like, better. He's really good at finding it. So you need, first of all, you need a really good person to find it. And second of all, Google has become so good at suppressing shit. That's also true. That when yes. there is something that's compromising, yes. they'll put it on the third or fourth or fifth page. And most people that are searching will never find it yeah. because most people don't go past the second page if yeah. they even get past the first one. I know. it's Google, the, the, That's the problem with Google. We think just... Oh, there's so many problems with Google. There's so many problems and, and we just think, oh, you type that in and then that's what you get the truth. Like anything. So I, It's weird. Eh? It's very weird. I find it funny. No, it's not weird. It makes perfect sense. They're, they're, it's for them to control? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Nobody, nobody runs the world right now more than big tech. Yeah. Because big tech... No matter what anybody says about election fraud and stealing the election and all that stuff, big tech sealed the deal for Joe Biden. And when you can decide who the president of the United States is and the the deal between big tech and Joe Biden and his administration is, listen, we hate Trump so much that if we get you over there, you leave us alone. Mm. Mark Zuckerberg, the guy that left Twitter, uh, Dorsey. Now it's another guy who's even crazier than Yeah, someone is, took over, yeah. Right? All these guys, Google, we keep saying Google and we don't know who runs Google, but- Eric like, Schmidt? Well, there's people there, right? Yeah. There's people, the Bill Gates, right? There's all, every single major- Bill Gates is behind Google? Works with them. Oh, he does? Yeah. No, he works with them. But even if he didn't, he still has Microsoft, mm-hmm. right? Which is Windows, which is still in the world of big tech. All these guys work together, right? And they know that if the government regulates them, 
right? Like Bill Gates, for example, he runs MSNBC. MSNBC is affiliated with Microsoft at one time or another, Mm -hmm. right? News organizations, old legacy news organizations plus big tech are on the same team now. YouTube loses money every single year because Google subsidizes them. And they lose money so that nobody can compete with them. Mm-hmm. So I, I find it funny because now the whole the news world is talking about Ukraine and Russia. And they keep talking about Russian oligarchs. Oh, yeah, Russia is run by a bunch of oligarchs. Does anybody for a second with half a brain think that America isn't run is by it, oligarchs? Right, right. There's American oligarchs. Yeah. And there are big tech corporations. And for anybody to sit there and think that Russian oligarchs are any better or worse than American oligarchs, you're kidding yourself. They do the same thing. They have power, they have money, they have have influence, and they use it every single day to make sure that they keep it and expand. And every time somebody tries to to curtail them, they get in bed with the opposition and figure out a way to make sure that that doesn't happen. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So when we're talking about searching, I mean, that's why they went after Joe Rogan. No, but hold on. But that's I, why they went after Joe Rogan. Yeah. That's why they're going after Russell Brand, because every time there's somebody in the public sphere, the public con- conversation that has influence that they think has influence, they quickly need to figure out a way to shut them the fuck up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or if they can't shut them the fuck up, completely, discredit them, discredit them or or put like um, a disclaimer on them, make them apologize they're always trying to get these guys into, they're putting, trying to put a leash on them. You, you might not be able to completely kill it, but if you can just compromise them enough, just get them to be tame enough, to shut the fuck up enough, we're good. Mm-hmm. We're good. We can carry on because the majority of the people still believe whatever the fuck we're telling them because we just push that guy down. That's what happened to Joe Rogan. That's what happened with Russell Brand. Every day it happens to somebody new. And it started with, with Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah. The, the censorship. Yeah, yeah. Was the biggest one because they didn't like what he was saying and they went after him for Sandy Hook, which he was completely wrong about. But there are so many other things. Like, imagine if they celebrated the things he was right about as much as they went after him for the things he was wrong about. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, but he's a bad example because he's just a wild card. He's a wild card of a, of a guy. So he can be. He, he, he can be. But yeah. a lot of the times he's just citing off information from news stories and declassified information. Right, that that is true. It's yeah. real. Do but you listen to him? I don't. You don't listen to him, do you? So no. not not. Really. I just whenever he pops up on a podcast, I'll, I'll, I'll listen it. to him when he's on podcast. Yeah. But I'll also occasionally check in on the website on his website yeah. because his website, believe it or not, is actually kind of a news organization. It's kind yeah. of news. Yeah, yeah. And there is stuff on there that ends up being true. All right. There's, yeah. There's a joke. There's a meme that goes around, like you know, like the things that he said that have come out true. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just crazy because it's almost always the worst things that he comes up with that you think like, oh, there's no way that could be true. And it ends up being true yeah. or it mostly true or yeah, yeah. however those idiots do their fucking fact checks now. Yeah. And like you want to talk about fact checks for a second because mm-hmm, you sure. look like Googling shit. Yeah. The fact checker of Reuters, Reuters, however mm-hmm. you say those that. are the ones who fact check every, are, all the, yeah. everything yeah. On, online. Just weird, yeah. But well, the owner or the CEO or somebody high up in that company is also on the board of directors of Pfizer. Mm. Does that make sense to anybody? Yeah, yeah. Who's fact checking the fact checkers? It's fucking crazy, right? Like who's who's giving the police? Who's checking the police? Right. That was a big thing. Defund the police. The police are overstep overstepping their bounds. Well, if you look at a different form of police, with the FDA, the CDC, the World Health Organization. You look at the fact checkers online. 
everybody's scrambling to be the authority. Everybody's scrambling to be like, I'm the voice that everyone's going to listen to. I'm going to be in charge, and I'm going to be the police of information. Albert Einstein said, what did he say? Oh, he said, I don't know what weapons the Third World War will be fought with, but I guarantee you that the Fourth World War will be fought with sticks and stones. Mm. And that's because what he said, what he thought at the time, was that we were going to nuclearly obliterate everything Mm. because we have nuclear weapons. Yeah. And that hasn't happened yet because the whole world has been like peaceful with when each other. When was he alive? Because I think the first the first one was 1945. I'm reading that in a, in a yeah. book right now. Well, the World War II was when... I mean, The they, first one was detonated. The no, first. no, no, no. They used it in 1945 okay. to end the Second World War. They bombed... They dropped two of them on Japan. Oh, is that how the Second World War ended? Basically. Really? Basically, Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. They, 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 um, there's arguments about this, but historians tend to think that the second world war would have ended with a lot more bloodshed because the Japanese refused to surrender. Mm. Their culture was, they'd rather die than surrender, not just die. They'd rather kill themselves. Right. Yeah. They would never surrender. Never. So the whole idea was, well, if we kill a couple million of them with these nuclear weapons in one shot, we might scare them enough to like pressure the leader into quitting. Yeah. And that's what ended up happening. Even though there was kind of, There's a lot of people that make the argument that they were kind of already going to quit and dropping the nuclear bombs was kind of a little bit overkill. But they were like, no, we have this technology. We have to kind of use it. And, you know, this will guarantee that we're in charge of the world and that they're going to give up and that we're going to win the world war. Yeah. So they dropped it on uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. They killed like, I mean, if you go with how many people died with radiation and sickness and the explosion and everything altogether, it could be a million, over a million, hundreds of thousands for sure. Wow. But they killed them like, like that, right? So Einstein used to think, well, that's going to be how the next world war is fought, right? Everyone's going to nuke each other and we're all going to die. And that hasn't happened yet. Hopefully it doesn't, but it hasn't happened because everyone's kind of scared. Like, you know, it's kind of like if me and you right now, we both had a gun. Like, we're not going to shoot each other because... Because we both have guns, yeah. yeah. But if you had the gun and I didn't, you might be more likely to shoot me, right? And that's the way a lot of countries feel. That's why countries like Iran, as fucked up as they are, they want nuclear weapons. Because as soon as they have a nuclear weapon, North Korea, you start to respect them a little bit more because now they, 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 they can, can do something. They yeah. can do something to you, yeah. right? And that's why they're always trying to keep nuclear weapons away from these guys because they're like, well, if they don't have them, then they can't do anything yeah. to it. So it kind of goes back and forth. But my point in bringing up the, the quote for Einstein was that the Third World War, I think, is right now. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's got nothing to do with Russia and Ukraine. Okay. It's got to do with like a global war of information. You think this is just an information war? What's going on? I think that's what's happening. It feels every day, every news story, everything that happens in the world, it feels like there's two sides and they don't speak to each other. They only fight with each other. They live in two different worlds. Mm. And the people that control the earth, in terms of governments, corporations, oligarchs, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Yeah. Some people get really conspiratorial and call them, you know. Yeah, I want to, you're you're not really a conspiracy person. You're not a conspiracy person. I mean, they exist. Conspiracies definitely exist. Yeah, yeah, but not to go back to that, but, but. The whole point of there's like, I'm I'm not going to call them a cabal, but like uh, reptilians. No, yeah, yeah. You laugh, but I know people. The David Icke theory. I know. I'm listening to that too. I know. I've heard some of that too. Like, I feel like that conspiracies like that are so dangerous, not because like they're going to create a guy who goes out and starts killing people, but they distract you. Mm -hmm. They distract you. I feel like that happened with the UFO shit, right? Mm -hmm. Like they will find somebody that's really popular and, yeah, and this, and when I say they, I mean yeah. somebody like the information uh, assassins, like the CIA. 
right? They'll to get put it. out a misinformation to get people on a wrong rabbit right. on a because, wrong rabbit because hole. Because if if because yeah. if if you're trying to get somewhere, okay, like anywhere on the road, and the directions say you have to make a right turn and you make a left, and you don't know that you made the wrong turn, you're gonna have to go around the entire fucking planet before you end up in the right right location. right right. And then there's gonna be an ocean in the way, and then you're gonna go through so many other obstacles. Just because you made one wrong turn. Yes. And I feel like when you hear like these heavy duty conspiracy, QAnon shit, reptiles. They're taking you down wrong rabbit holes. Right. So anyway, so not to get down there. So, But there's also real conspiracies. Yes, yes. We so, know that the government has conspired to kill people. Yes. To compromise people, right? These are real things that yeah, happen. Yeah, so the one I'm trying to explain. And that's what I think is happening right now. Yeah, we have ba- people who are basically making the financial system would be a part of that. Right. So they're just basically oligarchs, very rich people yeah. that hide in the shadows that you don't hear their name on the news. You don't you don't hear them like Bill Gates. Well, but that's the other but, thing, though. The yeah. other thing, though, is that because of the way our society is built and the way our biology is, like yeah. our, the way we're incentivized, the way our brains work, the way all this shit works, you don't necessarily have to get everybody like you don't necessarily have to send everybody an email and go like, hey, guys, this is how we're going to take over the world. Right. Because it's it's just like people identifying how they can manipulate people how they can capitalize off people and how they can gain power, multiply the power yeah. and then retain it. Yeah. It's not necessarily like, oh, I need to have all these things line up, right? And have all these things go my way and now I'm in control of everything because that's not really how it is. It's just like, it's like almost like a natural, a nat- like if you saw like water, like a waterfall, mm-hmm. right? It's just like kind of like a natural fall. Like once it hits that cliff, it's gonna fall, right? Yeah. It's just like a natural progression. So when you have politicians that need to lie to people to get elected and you have big tech that needs the politicians to make not making any new laws, right, so that they can keep doing what they do, and then you have police officers and military people that have all the guns and the weapons and the bombs and whatever, mm-hmm. that way if you ever need to do something that they can, you know, kill you, right, take over your country or whatever, when those people just have the same goals, which is, you know, power or money or influence or whatever they don't necessarily have to tell each other that you know everything has to go this way it just kind of flows that way Mm -hmm. it just goes in that direction the people that are there keep going in that direction and the new people that get hired think the way that those people think so they continue they perpetual yeah yeah. and it's globalist 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 so let's 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 start talking about uh globalist globalist why because you have a billionaire in this country and a billionaire in that country and a government over here and a Mm -hmm. government over there it ends up being global because and they don't abide by these imaginary lines they just they look at it as a world stage they don't they look at it as the world they don't look yeah, at it as, yeah. as I belong as a Canadian citizen. That's just, just a form of enslavement, really. But part, yes, but part of that is also because of just the way the world used to work and the way it works now. Mm. Like if you were the British Empire three, four, five hundred years ago, you would colonize places, right, for their resources and take over whatever, right? But if you had to like build a ship or build something in that time, chances are people in England were building it. Now, if they had to get slaves to do it, that's one aspect of it. But generally speaking, if a country had to make something, produce it itself, and then use it itself, it yeah. would do that. So a lot of the stuff was contained, and the globalist part was like everybody going out to grab the resources. Mm. The way the world is now, because everything is discovered, you kind of have like China being the manufacturing wing of the United States, and the United States being like the 
the producers of technology, mm. right? So they kind of have their own, in a weird way, they still have slavery. The difference is they're slaves in a different country, a different race, and a different government that controls those groups of slaves, mm. right? So when you say like the American economy was based off of black slaves in the 1700s, they would go to Africa, right, buy the slaves. Yeah, okay, let's not, I, I don't, I want to talk about the war. I want to get into the war. Right, yeah. okay, but like, yeah. well, my point is though, is that what's yeah. what's being produced in other countries, yeah. it, you're, you're outsourcing, you're outsourcing slavery. Yes. So if you want to talk, if you want to talk about the war. Yeah. The, and this, how the how we're being primed for we're like right now we're being primed into wanting a war like i feel like all of the news that we're getting right now is guys putin is the worst person in the world which he is a bad person right for thinking he can but like as no context they're trying to paint him as like the next hitler and how he's the the worst per- we're getting one side and i feel like they're getting us ready like they want us to hate him because if they need to need to make this war actually happen they're priming us, it feels like, right now at this point in time. So connecting it to what I was saying before, yeah. the military-industrial complex has been a problem for a long time. Military-industrial complex is what got America on top after the Second World War. And Dwight Eisenhower, famous speech, Joe Rogan's talked about it, everybody's always talked about it, beware the military-industrial complex. What we have now is we have a military industrial complex that switch parties because everything everything that they want to say about Putin, everything that they want to say about Putin, you can almost say about George Bush. George Bush was the guy that after 9-11 happened, he went, we have to go and get Bin Laden, go to Afghanistan. East, yeah. All right, go to Afghanistan. You're you're justified, yeah. right? Linear, you know, this guy is from Afghanistan. Yeah. He bombed us. We have to go get him. Yeah. The story always makes sense at the time. Right. But- the thing is that nobody talks about where Bin Laden got his training and his money from. Because Bin from Laden got Bush his family. money. He's got, no, I don't know about the Bush okay, family. Okay, go ahead. He's Mujahideen. Mujahideen was trained and funded by the CIA in the 1980s mm-hmm. from the war that they had with the Soviets, that the Soviets tried to invade Afghanistan. And the Americans got involved because they said, no, we can't let them have Afghanistan. It's too many. There's minerals, there's opium, there's whatever, whatever, oil. So we have to fund the Mujahideen and fund Bin Laden. And we have to teach them to fight off the Soviets. That way they don't get invaded. Mm. And the Soviets quit. They gave up that invasion, right? And the Americans thought that they had won the day. But there was a group of people that became radicalized, like bin Laden. And then he decided 20 years later to bomb the U.S. with planes. Then you get Bush. And then Bush is like, okay, we have to go to Afghanistan. Well, you can't really blame. A lot of people say like, oh, you know, the Americans, they were asking for it. That's why the terrorists attacked them. It's kind of hard to say that. Right, but they are—they are, also aren't completely innocent either, because they have influence around the world. And if you fuck up somebody's country, they're gonna want to get you back for it, mm-hmm. right? And that's kind of what the American government did with Afghanistan. Then you fast forward to 9/11. Then you fast forward again to Iraq. Well, what's the justification for Iraq? You know how much fake news came out of a fucking Iraq? You know, oh, they have uh, weapons of mass destruction. They're killing babies and in incubators. Yeah. They're uh, Saddam Hussein's gassing his own people. And it was all because they wanted to they wanted to establish their own thing there. They didn't want to use the American dollar. They wanted their own... Either the American dollar or they wanted bases in Iraq because Iran is right there. Mm-hmm. And the Americans, have, you know, mm-hmm. in that time period and even before, they hated Iran. Also because they're friends with Israel yeah. and that you can protect Israel better, right? Like mm-hmm. geopolitics, your strategic locations of bases yeah. and all this stuff, okay. right? But 
all the stories that you heard in the media was pushed by Fox News, right? Mm -hmm. All these outlets were pushing out these stories. And the Iraq war, one way or another, got Bush reelected, right? They felt like he was a wartime president and we're fighting the terrorists. We got the bad guy, the boogeyman, and going after him, right? Mm -hmm. They invaded Iraq, a sovereign country. They invaded them. They occupied them. They did the same with Afghanistan for 20 years. It wasn't until recently that they got out of Afghanistan and they did a fucking mess of a job there. Right, and now the the Taliban are in in control of them all over again. Yeah, right. With American weapons, they left like billions of dollars worth of weapons behind. Right. Yes. Yes. Tying this to Putin. Yeah. Is that you could kind of make the same argument about Putin, because if you know about Ukraine and Iraq right, uh, sorry, Ukraine and Russia right now, and you don't know any of the backstory, it's so easy to just turn on the news and go, oh yeah, yeah, that guy's Hitler. He's a bad guy. Whatever. He might be. But guess what? Lots of people around the world thought Bush was. Mm-hmm. They thought Bush was a bad guy when he right, did. Right, invading all that but shit. But when yeah. you got the media behind you, pushing your war for you, yeah. it's a different story mm-hmm. because you don't see the alternative. And then when you see the alternative, oh, it's propaganda, it's misinformation, yeah. it's disinformation, people, it's if this, you, it's if that. You, you're a Putin uh, apologist, you'd be called, right? right? If you try to say anything right. against it. Yeah, and that's know. why anybody listening to this right now should probably go watch Ukraine on Fire if you haven't already. Mm. Ukraine on Fire explains what happened eight years ago mm. in 2014. Mm-hmm. There was a revolution. A democratically elected guy was removed and installed, removed, and then a new guy was installed that was pro-American, right? Why? Because Joe Biden was the vice president. Is Zelensky the pro-American guy? No, he's oh. the guy that they came in after. Mm. Right, the guy before him was also pro-American, but Zelensky is pro-American okay, too. Yeah, Zelensky's a fucking comedian. He's an actor. I know. Right, he played the part of president on TV. Yeah, and then he got elected as president. Yeah, right. Not that much different than Trump being the president uh, of. Uh, no, I'll Prentice. do you one better, Trudeau. Trudeau, yeah. I'll do you one better, <laughs> yeah, Trudeau, because yeah. they're drama people. Yeah. Trump was on a reality TV show. Trump wasn't acting. He was just being himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He wasn't yeah. pretending to be yeah. anybody, right? Yeah. That's why it's like Trump is just Trump. Yeah. He's yeah. Just, that's who he is. Gotcha. He's, not, he's he's like that when he wakes up in the morning when nobody's watching when everybody's watching. Yeah. He's just Trump. Yeah. But when you get like a professional actor who's like who thinks like, oh, I know politics, and I mean he's also a lawyer. People say, oh, he's also a lawyer. Okay, yeah. fine. But I mean the guy the the guy is 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 pro-American, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But nobody understands the way Ukraine works because yeah. Ukraine isn't what everybody thinks it is, right? Once upon a time, there was a place called Yugoslavia that the Americans also bombed in Kosovo on the same day as Columbine, I'm pretty sure. Like, remember the Columbine mass shooting? Mm-hmm. The same day, Bill Clinton launched missiles and killed hundreds, if not thousands, of people in Kosovo. Mm. Because at that time, Yugoslavia and those parts, that part of the world was having problems with borders. They wanted independence. You have Croatia, Serbia, Montenegro, Kosovo. You have all these places that wanted to be their own country, but they were under the banner of Yugoslavia. Well, the same thing kind of happened with Ukraine. When Ukraine disconnected from the Soviet Union and the Soviet Union fell apart, there's parts of Ukraine that don't want to be in Ukraine. Right. Crimea has almost always been Russian. Right. They want to be pro-Russian, but yes. yes, They want to be in Russia. Yeah, yeah. Right? So when they say, oh, he's invading Ukraine... And he's stealing these parts of the country. Well, some of them already wanted. We're already. You kind of have that. to talk to the people that live there. Yeah. Because Donbass and Crimea and all these places, yeah. they don't really want to be in Ukraine. They want to be in NATO. They don't want to be in the EU. They don't want to be on the Euro. They don't want any of these these things. Mm-hmm. They want to be in Russia. Mm-hmm. Right. And Ukraine has been bombing those people. Whether they're justified or not, I don't know. Right. But they've been bombing them. 
thousands of dead people living in those areas because they've been fighting with the Ukrainian government, the rebels, you know, going back and forth, right? Fighting. Mm -hmm. And the Russians got involved. The Russians got involved. And then there was a thing uh, called the uh, uh, the Minsk, Minsk, Minsk Accords, which which was like a peace deal. It was like a ceasefire thing or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could say, oh, one side wasn't following, the other side was. The point is, is that it's basically a, a little civil war in Ukraine. Because there's these people that want to leave. Yeah. They want to be their independent states. And the Ukrainian government won't let them leave. And the Russians feel like they have to protect them. Because those people are ethnically Russian, they speak Russian. Mm-hmm. They believe that they're part of Russia, and they want Russia to save. So why them. could that, that would kind of be like if Quebec were to disconnect from that's us almost, or something? That's almost exactly what yeah. I keep telling people. Because yeah. there was a time in Canada, the last time there was an emergency, a real one, yeah, a real emergency, when they were kidnapping people, killing people, bombing mailboxes, FLQ, and those were radical French, you know, separatists that wanted to leave, leave Quebec, wanted Quebec to leave Canada. Canada yeah. And there was a referendum uh, once or twice. I vaguely remember it in like the mid and late 96. And they voted and they lost the vote. But like, let's pretend for a second that they won the vote. Let's say like 70% of Quebecers and Canada wanted them to separate. Mm -hmm. And then the Canadian government went, no, Mm -hmm. go fuck yourself. (laughs) That's kind of what's happening in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. There's parts of Ukraine that they don't want to be there. And they're like, no, you're not allowed to leave. Mm -hmm. And if you leave, we're going to kill you. Right? And that's where... The neo the neo Nazi nationalist Azov battalion comes in in Ukraine because not a lot of people know that exists. But there's a part of Ukraine that is ultra super nationalist neo Nazis. Okay, so and they're and they're the ones that want to stay as Ukraine. Explain the Nazi thing because I've heard that from what come I, up. So what is that? From what I understand, from the way I understand it, yeah. from a variety of sources, going back to the Second World War, there was a giant portion of Ukraine. That was west and a giant portion that was east, right? Kind of split down the middle. Mm-hmm. And the Nazis had taken over Poland, right? And they had taken over parts of Ukraine. They had taken over parts of, you know, that yes. geographically the yes. the western part of Ukraine in those areas. And the Nazis had a whole bunch of Ukrainians do a lot of their dirty work for them. A lot of kills, a lot of gas chambers, killing Jews, killing Polacks, killing people, doing their dirty work, right? Mm. And I know this, not just because I know a lot about this topic, like this, but because there was that Netflix documentary. Do you remember that Netflix documentary? No. It, was, it had nothing to do with World War. It just had to do with one guy that escaped Ukraine, went to Ohio, and everybody in Ohio swore that this guy was like a former neo-Nazi. And then he ended up being on trial in Israel for war crimes because he was supposedly like a guard that was at the, you know, at the concentration camp and he was killing Jews and whatever, right? There was a big trial and they're trying to figure out, you know, people were saying, no, that's the guy, I remember his face, even though it was like 50 years after, whatever, right? But my point is, is that that guy came from Ukraine and was known as a neo-Nazi Ukrainian guy. Whether the guy that they were pointing out was really him or not, that's a different story. But I'm just saying that existed. We know that existed from other time periods from other sources it's not like this is something that just came up yesterday Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. like historically this has been a thing and part of ukraine was more sympathetic towards the nazis whereas the other part was you know soviet right they were russian and and there was a uh, a time period if i remember this correctly from ukraine on fire oliver stone made that movie like you know again a guy who's made lots of great documentaries on a whole bunch of other topics and no one ever had a problem with them before he makes this documentary all ukraine on fire 
where they're talking about. Well, it's all for Stone documentary. I don't know if he directly made it. He's definitely in it. Like he's interviewing Putin. Where can you watch this? Used to be on YouTube. Okay. I don't know if they took it down. Okay. okay. Bitchute mm-hmm. anywhere else? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's as soon as something's off YouTube, then <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bitchute. Yeah. That's the thing though. Like when they try and censor shit, like. It's inter- just it's going inter- somewhere else. The yeah. internet, it's eternal. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to get it somewhere else. I know. Just uh, uh, They just don't want it to go viral. Yeah. Like, they don't care if you watch, if me and you watch it. They just don't want it to go viral. Yeah. If it goes and hit viral, the algorithm. Then, problem, right? then everyone's going to see it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And for a while there, it was kind of hitting the algorithm. Yeah. But then they were like, no, we have to flag this. This is for adults. It's violent. Yeah. It's, uh, people have reported it. Anyways. In the movie, that, that's the fucked up part. We're getting no history on the situation, right? Well, no, we're, no, we're, because if you know history, yeah, if you know history, then you'd be more nuanced. Yeah, and you got the word right out of yeah, my brain. Yeah. If there's history, there's nuance, and yeah. if there's nuance, now we can't make a decision. And if we can't make a decision, then it's fifty-fifty, just like everything else. Yeah. And if it's fifty-fifty, now we can't go to war, right? Or we can't, you know, justify sending billions of dollars, yeah. or we can't justify this because it's fifty-fifty. Yeah. And if something's fifty-fifty, it's really hard and to win an election. And, and, and that's why I mean we're being primed and that's why it feels like so this is what it is and this is take this how you want but i the globalist agenda wants a war that's what i feel like that's what i feel is happening they want I, us I like, to go into war i don't like war. saying globalist okay i don't like saying go- okay. globalist because globalist is like there's 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 a team a mafia of people that we I can't even call, I wouldn't call it mafia either. yeah i wouldn't call it mafia someone either. wants a war yeah, no, they do. They yeah. do. Uh, it's it's hard to pinpoint what to exactly call them. Yeah. Because it doesn't almost doesn't matter what you call them. It'll almost always be the wrong thing. Okay. You, it'll never describe what so it is. So someone wants the war. Who wants the war? A lot of people want the war. Right. I mean, a lot of people. Uh, Joe Biden definitely wants a war. Mm-hmm. He's getting crushed in all the polls. By all accounts, in November in 2022, when it's, yeah. he's going to lose the Senate, going to lose the House, he's going to get crushed. You think having a war will help him? He thinks it does. Yeah, okay. He thinks it does. Because historically it has. Like I said before with Bush. We're going to Iraq, everybody. Approval rating goes up, right? Hey, guys, we're winning the war. Oh, fuck. Really? Shit. Mm-hmm. Approval war goes mm-hmm. up again, mm-hmm. right? Good for the Demo- for their party. Not just him because he's gone next the, the issue, The issue is, however, is yeah. that Biden can't start a war. Yeah. Because they're not NATO. Ukraine is not NATO. They're not in the EU. And their president is desperately trying to get in NATO and desperately trying to get in the EU. Mm-hmm. But everybody knows that if they let him in, then it'll be World War Three. Mm-hmm. And that's what started World War One is treaties and agreements, alliances, that if you go into war, then everybody goes into war. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a problem. That's a that's problem a because they problem. say history repeats itself. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't, but it yeah. definitely fucking rhymes. Yeah. Okay, so, but let's actually talk about the actual situation at hand. Wait, no, no, hang on. Okay. I didn't finish, though. Okay, I didn't okay. finish, though, with the neo-Nazi thing, because it's important. Okay, we're going to go back to the neo-Nazi I thing? have to. Okay, okay, finish that I have that to, po- because our deputy yeah. prime minister yeah. was photographed with a neo-Nazi banner. Krista Friedland? Yeah, and nobody gave a fuck. Yeah. And for anybody that thinks, oh, well, she's just some white chick. She doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Yeah. She's just a politician. Wrong. Yeah. She's Ukrainian. Mm, I didn't know that. She speaks Ukrainian. And she, so she's she, got a degree in Russian studies. Mm. Her grandfather was a Ukrainian journalist for a neo-Nazi newspaper. Super anti-Semitic. Okay, so let, let me get this straight. So they're, they're, they're saying that so there's neo-Nazis. She, she knows what that flag means in front of her. And the flag in front of her was a banner of some type or a scarf or something. It was a black and red. And I'm pretty sure black and red, that black and red scarf, mm-hmm. means blood and soil. And if you look up the Azov Battalion, even on Google, it'll come up. Like, they haven't suppressed it well enough yet. Mm. But you can see neo-Nazi flags, Nazi flag swastikas, the Azov Battalion uh, logo with the Ukrainian flag. All these things all in the same picture. So you're saying there's modern-day Nazis in Ukraine? 
like the yes. the ones that that were that were actual na- Nazis. and now we're now like kind of like on their side actual full blown Nazis. Nazis. And, and, and if they're not Nazis, they're at least full-blown nationalists, which means they want everybody to be like like them uh-huh. or die. I'm sure that's a small mo- minority, right? That's what they say, but they have yeah. an entire battalion that's entered into their army called the Azov Battalion. Uh-huh. It's allowed to be in their national army. And there's also some of their, their, like, their leadership group is also in higher yeah. parts of the government. And they also have like salutes and they have like... Interesting. They so have the ideology is alive in there. It them. is. It's also uh-huh. interesting that I'm pretty sure that uh, Zelensky banned today a whole bunch of political parties. Uh-huh. The neo-Nazis weren't one of them. Mm. Because he knows that he needs those people's support to maintain the votes to keep the country that's really, together. That's really wild. He also needs yeah. those people in the army to win the war that he's fighting. Right. Right? So it's like people say Zelensky's Jewish. How could he be with neo-Nazis? You might have a point, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe he is ignorant of it, but I highly doubt it. I ha- I highly doubt it. I think that he's in such a position that, that he might have to be with them to get his things done, to get his goals done. And when we say neo-Nazis, maybe, maybe they're not necessarily the Nazis that we think like, oh, we have to kill all the Jews, mm-hmm. but no, they, it's the ideology that they think well, of. It's the, it's the ideology of, that yeah. they think that Ukrainians, like the Western Ukrainians uh-huh. are like, Pure it's, race. Yeah, our race yeah. or our bloodline or mm-hmm. our country yeah. are, you know, nationalists, super ultra nationalists. Ideal, yeah. Yeah, super. So even if, let's say, let's take the Jewish part out of it, right? Because that might be the reason why yeah. he can justify it. They might not even hate Jewish people. They might not give a fuck about Jews, yeah. right? But because they have like a straight lineage with the neo-Nazi ideology, yeah. I mean, fuck, if, if there can be one single flag at the trucker protest and suddenly all those people there are yeah, Nazis, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty Why sure. Why can't this be like I'm that? I'm pretty sure there's at yeah. least a couple of fucking dots that we can put together over yeah, here. So, so let's, can we make that point a little more clear? Because um, it, it, it's, it's just, it's a little bit tougher because this is a difficult subject yeah. and there's a lot of facts that need to be lined up. Yes. Right, but what I can- okay. I just want to make the point of of the media narratives. So our trucker rally, they made it look like with one Nazi flag that everyone involved with the trucker rally was a whole Nazi thing. And then in Ukraine right now, you have people who actually are Nazis, and the media is saying that it's it's not a big deal, and they're trying to downplay it. So it's just the the, the so dis- it's you know. it's like it's like when it's convenient, right? When when the news cycle. Because the average person's got kids, a job, pets, whatever. They have so many things going on that they don't have time to do any research whatsoever. So when the 6 o'clock news tells them, hey, this is the way it is, most people just take it and they go, yeah, okay, I guess that's the way it is. Because they trust that those people are doing their job when they're not. Well, they lost it now, but but go ahead. Well, yeah, but but I'm saying the people that watch it and believe it, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you're watching the 6 o'clock news, chances are you're not going to watch it because you don't believe it. Mm -hmm. You're watching because you do believe it. Right. The lower that viewership goes the worse the media will get because the media needs those people to keep watching. Otherwise they can't hit their advertising quotas. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they go out of business and then the Canadian government bails them out with, you know, COVID ads or government funding or whatever. Right. But the point is, is that if there, if that news is what pulls those people in, the lower that, the smaller that audience gets, the more they have to be extra. They have to go over overboard because they have to keep those few people that they have. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to compare it to, but the the point is, is that the people that are watching the fucking six o'clock news every day, whatever they're being fed, they're going to buy it because they just don't have the time 
to to do their own research. Yeah, yeah. Anywhere else, right? So the story, the narrative, whatever fucking people want to call it, that's being pushed on them is one that the media agrees with, and it's the one that the government agrees with. And there's not going to be very much back and forth. There's mm-hmm. not going to be history. There's not going to be nuance. There's not going to be anything. So when the government needs the truckers to go home and there's protests to end because they really want to push all these mandates on people, then as soon as they find one little fucking thing to go after, one attack vector, they're going to hit it hard. Oh, it's a Nazi flag. Oh, they put the flag on Terry Fox's shoulders. Even though the pride flag had been, the Canadian flag was yeah. on Terry Fox, the pride flag, the Black Lives Matter flag, Everything that you can think of, every protest that's ever been, they've always used that statue. They've always used all that stuff. Yeah. But because at that time it was convenient for them to attack, that's how they attacked. So now that all the Canadian flags were flying and all these people wanted their rights back, they wanted the mandates to disappear, they wanted to be normal again, right? Because the rest of the fucking world went back to normal. Mm-hmm. Half of America went back to normal. The UK went back to normal. But somehow in Canada we're living in this fucking imaginary world like no uh we're gonna keep fucking putting our head in the sand until there's zero cases of covid just like communist china Mm -hmm. when you have the same policy as communist china you got a fucking problem yeah yeah all right australia did the same fucking thing there's certain countries out there democratic states did the same thing california new york they're giving them up now but there was a time where it was like zero COVID. Like, we're not stopping anything that we're doing until the cases are zero and they stay zero. Mm-hmm. It's never going to happen. It can't happen. Yeah. Done. But so many people were on that movement. So many people were watching the live streams every day on Instagram, on YouTube. They were seeing, hey, wait a minute. These guys aren't Nazis. They're just fucking hardworking people. And they want their lives back. They want the mandates to go away. And they're going to Ottawa in minus 30 degree weather and they're doing, they're protesting peacefully. They didn't destroy anything. They didn't fucking light anything on fire. They didn't cause any damage. They didn't kill anybody. They didn't yeah, hurt anybody. Yeah. It was just, for how long that went on, it but was actually insane how It was how little, crazy. It was yeah. the most Canadian protest yeah. of all time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Plaid truckers. How little happened. In up, the, until in, the, up until they brought in the fucking horses. Right. To, they bring for, in the horses and they start beating the shit out of people. Yeah. And they're like, oh, now yeah. they're being violent. No, yeah. no, no, no. Okay. No. But let's tie back to, to, to the Ukraine well, thing. because We replaced the Canadian flags with the Ukrainian flags. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we need a different story to talk about because if canadians are yeah. focused okay. on, on yeah. a, 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 an issue that's halfway across the world now yes. they're going to be less inclined yes. to have the debate okay about what's happening in their own fucking yes. country yes so once again we're in a predicament right because before like even with the covid stuff there's a real thing like oh this actually is a threat and so what's actually happening in ukraine which is what he actually did and what's actually going on there is actually nuts right the, the the families that have had to flee the people that are there fighting the death that's gone on is it's a real very real situation so even if the kind of news we're getting is is skewed and 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 it depends, and false, you, it depends who you talk to and a couple false narratives but no it's it's really fucked up there like it's, it's fucked up yeah but it's also so lied about like it's been going on now for what three weeks three weeks about yeah there there's a stack of papers that you could fucking make about fake news stories the ghost of ukraine yeah the the island the the, the that made people surrender still though but, but you know i'm not saying it's yeah. not real yeah. but i'm just saying depending on who's talking you don't know what the fuck is real anymore and that's what going yeah. back to what i was saying before yeah this world war that we're fighting now in the world yeah it's an information war i mean maybe it's always been like that but with social media and with the internet, it's we've never had this element before. Right. 
And the element of the internet is so fantastic and terrible at the same yes. time. Yes. Because it's terrible because it's so easy to disseminate bullshit and it's so easy to also disseminate False. the truth. Uh, yeah. But again, what's the source? Who's what's the what do you gain from this, right? Yeah. So when I hear shit coming from CBC and CTV and the Canadian government or the Ukrainian government, I'm saying the same thing about them that they would say about the Russian government. They're going to say tell you that everything the Russians are telling you is bullshit. And the Russians are going to say everything the Canadians are saying yeah. or the Ukrainians are saying is bullshit. Mm -hmm. The reality is it's somewhere in the middle. It's always somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And that's why you have to go back and look no, at the No, but the reality of the situation is he's gone in and bombed fucking the city and sent in the military yeah. to try to take it over, okay, which is insane. Yeah, he's done that. Yeah. He's done that. But at the same time, in Iraq, when George Bush yeah. did it, yeah. I'm pretty sure something crazy like five or ten times as many civilians died. Yeah, yeah. If so, you did a body count yeah. on dead civilians in Iraq... We're in the hundreds of thousands, if mm -hmm. not millions. Right. And you know the crazy thing about dead people? And we had no empathy for them, right? We because our news didn't tell us to have empathy for them. No, not just not just that. Yeah. Not just never mind. Like, yes, you're right. There yeah. should be empathy, right? Yeah. And but there and there wasn't any. Yeah. For the most part. But if you look at what happened to bin Laden, because again, I'll go back to bin Laden. Mm -hmm. Bin Laden was pissed off at the Americans for what happened when the Mujahideen was fighting off the Soviets, right? Somehow, some way, he got pissed off at the Americans to the point where he said, I got to fucking put a plane through your building, right? Mm -hmm. How do you think hundreds and thousands, millions of Iraqis feel when Americans bomb their family members? Mm -hmm. What happens? Those people become ISIS. Yeah. That's where ISIS came from. ISIS was set up in Syria and Iraq and all sorts and all over the place in the Middle East. And the majority of those people probably had a relative that got killed by the Americans. Mm -hmm. So now when you're America, 20 years after the fact, right. you wonder why a guy walks into one of your buildings somewhere and explodes himself. Mm -hmm. Because you fucking killed his family. Right. What did you expect so that guy to do? Yeah, he's got yeah. no job. He's yeah. got no water. He's got nothing. And you killed his family. Yeah. Of course he's going to come fucking yeah. fuck you up. Yeah. Should that guy kill innocent Americans? No, no. he shouldn't. Yeah. But... You fucking fucked him. You fucked him so hard. Yeah. He's got nowhere else to go, right? And that's kind of what's happening right now in, in Ukraine. There, the Western world is pushing Russia so far away that the only people that they can make friends with is Iran and China. And, China yeah. and all the people that you don't want them to be friends with. Yeah. Because the Americans could probably bomb the shit out of Russia, beat them in a war, no problem. But if Russia teamed up with China... Then we have a different thing. You got a different fucking yeah. animal, all right? Yeah. So from what I've heard from people, like, I kind of, like, respect their opinions on, they were saying that China is kind of just using Russia in this. Yeah, uh, I agree. As a, uh, in the global... I agree. I said yeah. this, I said from the beginning... That they're not actually siding with them if their no. shit hits the fan. No, no, China's siding with them. Yeah, China's siding with them. Because it's mm. beneficial to China. And mm. the reason why I think it's beneficial to China is because China wants to take Taiwan. Mm -hmm. So if the rest of the world is invested in Russia and Ukraine... And mm -hmm. China takes Taiwan in the middle of the night. The rest of the world can't respond fast enough. Mm -hmm. They can't pivot hard enough, especially if you have enough resources invested in, in, you know, like they're sending weapons, bombs and, and, you know, all this stuff over to Ukraine. You can't just fucking move that to the other side of the world in the snap of a finger. Like if China takes Taiwan tomorrow, unless you're ready for it or at least have shit set up to take it, 
you, you, Taiwan's gone. Yeah. And if Taiwan's gone, we're fucked because 70, 80% of all of our computer chips. And then, the, then they control, then they control the world economy of tech. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then if they decide to start using Bitcoin, now they have the technology to yeah. produce more. Bitcoin. And now we have the new world current. Right. Yeah. Our, right. Then our currency has gone. So and if the American currency is gone, then everyone in the West here, we all l- go down a notch in standard of living, well, if you, not worse situation. You go, you go down into the depression, yeah. right? Because now uh, you have all your manufacturing in China. Yeah. You have all your manufacturing in China. Uh, and the only thing America does better than anybody else is tech. Yeah. But if our tech is useless because they have all our computer chips. Mm-hmm. All the supply. And then they take away your your online your your internet of money Bitcoin, mm-hmm. right? And then Russia has got natural resources up the ass, mm-hmm. right? They got gas, they, and they don't care to burn it. It's not like they're like, oh my yeah. god, we need to save the environment. Yeah. They'll burn gas. They don't give a fuck. So will China. They'll burn coal, mm-hmm. right? And then both those countries have money invested in Africa, mm-hmm. which is where a lot of the minerals are to make you know technologies and stuff. Yeah. So they're not worried, right? They're they're setting up a little game plan. For them to be okay. So you, so the narrative of China, Russia, and Middle East. This is what Trump was saying as well. They are a team. If if Middle East, meaning like Iran, kind of they're you know they're the well, anti-West. The, the Middle East has got to be careful. Like Saudi Arabia has got to be careful. Saudi Arabia has some weapons that they bought from the U.S. Yeah. But Saudi Arabia is kind of buddy buddy with the states for a reason, because Saudi Arabia. I, I feel like Saudi- maybe I just Iran specifically. Okay, maybe yeah, but Saudi Arabia and Iran are, are completely different. They they the only people that they hate more than each other would be the Jews mm. because they're Sunni and Shia, and Sunni and Shia are types of Muslims that they don't get along very well. Okay, in, in terms of their governments, yeah, their population maybe not, but their governments Sunni and Shia are mm-hmm. like they don't mix, right? They hate each other for that reason, and that's what happened in Iraq. Iraq was majority Sunni, but the leader was Shia. Mm. No, sorry, I got that backwards. I'm pretty sure uh, Saddam was. Damn, you know a lot, quite a bit about this uh, this history. I here. think it was the other way around. Yeah. I think okay. he okay. was Sunni, but the majority of po- his population was Shia. Yeah, and he was suppressing them, even though they were in the majority. But then when the U.S. government kicked in and they got rid of Saddam, right now the majority of the population was Shia, and that's why Iran went wanted to save them because Iran is also Shia, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, that's that's a. That's a different issue, but I think Saudi Arabia would rather. Again, I don't know. Oh, so okay, so but okay, so I, I feel like Saudi about Arabia this? would rather deal with the Americans, yeah, because they know the Americans over a long period of time. They know that they can deal with the Americans and that they won't get violent with each other. But if Saudi Arabia ever had to f- deal with China or Russia, they just might like China. I don't think China would hesitate to just eliminate Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. and then just steal all their oil. Whereas the Americans wouldn't do that, mm-hmm. right? The Americans might do that to somebody else, but they wouldn't do it to Saudi Arabia. So, do you th- So they're kind of in the middle. Do, do you think we're tiptoeing to this this part where shit might hit the fan or do you think this is just trying to keep us in fear like you said before they have reason to want to keep us in fear forget everything that just happened with covid okay yeah forget everything that you everything you just got fucked forget about all the digital ids this new technocratic society they're trying to create they're trying to say forget about all that focus on this war so do you think do you think the threat of that actually happening is real or do you think it's exaggerated i think there's groups of people i think there's groups of people that are certainly trying to make it important Mm-hmm. I don't think it's working. What important? Like they're trying to make it seem like, like it's going to er- be the next world war. They're trying to make it seem like everybody in Canada yeah. should be invested in saving Ukraine, helping Ukraine. Right. I don't think it's working. I think there's only a very st- a, a small fringe minority. <laughs> no, uh, I think it's um, 
Actually, there's a funny fact about that that saying that he said that I I, I want to I'll say it now. Okay. Because otherwise, I'll forget it later. Yeah. When Trudeau said a small fringe minority, that's how that story started for him. Like it started with, oh, uh, it's truckers protesting in BC for bad weather conditions. That's how the trucker thing started, and then it turned into, oh, it's a small fringe minority, and then it turned into racist misogynists who hold unacceptable views. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into these guys are insurrectionists <laughs> and it's an emergency, mm-hmm. right? Why did that happen? It happened because the media let it happen because the media was in lockstep with the government, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So Meanwhile, in reality, these guys are just having Timmy's for three weeks on the fucking lawn. For the most part. Yeah, for the most part. Right, for the most part. They were being loud. Yeah. A lot of people complained. Oh, yeah, they're loud. loud. People can't yeah. sleep. Yeah. They, they uh, stopped honking their horns mm-hmm. when they were told to, and that that disappeared too, right? They didn't even block emergency laneways. Like, there was... there was Yeah. They did... It was the most Canadian protest ever. But it. do you see how it started and how it ended? Mm-hmm. But why did it start that way and why did it end that way? Because the media let it get there, right? The media held his water for him because the media disagreed with the truckers. The media's job isn't to agree or disagree with something, mm-hmm. right? Because when it's when it's in India, no farmers, no food. It happened mm, in India. Yeah. They block they blockade in India. Yeah, yeah. Trudeau was for it. I remember. I remember. I, I'm for it. Why? Yeah. It's in your fucking country. It's not in mine. Yeah. But now that's interfering my shit, I disagree with it. Yeah. When um when people lit guys on fire at the end, right at the end of the protest with the emergency in BC some eco-activists, black masks, went in and lit, lit oil workers on fire and attacked them with axes. Nobody fucking talked about it, mm-hmm. okay? When it's like an environmental protest, when it's an NDP protest, when a Black Lives Matter, yeah. when it's a protest that the media agrees with, then it's all right. But if the media disagrees with it, now it's not okay. Yeah, It's the same with the Ukraine. The Ukraine starts, starts with, oh my God, it's an invasion. They're killing people, right? And every day they're trying to make it build. They're trying to make it build the same way that they built the other story. Yeah. The problem is though is that people just aren't buying it because nobody wants World War Three. Yeah. Nobody wants, you know That's the thing. We should be focused on $2, de-escalating. Two dollars a liter yeah. gas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the problem though, is that de-escalating is not really our issue because it's not our country. Yeah. And there's Ukrainian people that live here that have family members over yeah. there. So I sympathize with yeah, them. Yeah, that and that's very real, right? Because they have and they don't know what's right. gonna happen to their family there. Right. And, yeah, and I that's sympath- a very real situation. I sympathize with them, but, unf- but what do you want us to do in Canada? Unfortunately, unless unless you literally get into a full blown war, you won't get rid of Russia. Mm. Russia is not going anywhere. Russia wants certain things out of this conflict, yeah. just the same way the Americans wanted certain things out of Iraq. Mm-hmm. So the only solution is going to be either a full blown war, which nobody wants to do, no, or it's going to be a compromise. Right. So if you want peace in Ukraine. There might be pieces of Ukraine you might have to give up. And that's probably why he's going and taking over the whole country. People are saying, oh, he's doing what Hitler did. He's trying to take over the whole country. I mean, I'm not telepathic. Yeah. I'm not Putin. I can't tell you what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is thinking that. But it's also possible at the same time that he's thinking that if I take enough territory of Ukraine and I take the capital or whatever, when it comes time to negotiate, I'm going to get to have keep, the upper hand. I'm going to get to keep what the fuck I want to keep. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and then we'll go back to being peaceful. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if he stops, the negotiation happens, he's going to lose what he gained. Apparently that happened. That's happening soon or happened today or something. Did well, you see they're that? They're supposed to negotiate or whatever. Yeah. They keep saying that the Russians have been stalled. 
Oh. I don't think the Russians have installed. Uh, I think the Russians have way more equipment. They have way yeah. more people. Well, th that I was think, the narrative they if, kept trying to push on the throats that the Ukrainians stand a good chance and they're actually of course, they're defeating of them. Because they always want you to yeah. think that they're winning. If they came yeah. and told you, hey guys, we're fucked, Ukraine's losing, yeah. like no one's going to give a shit. Yeah, right? and, and, but, and, but they killed a bunch of Russia's uh, head military guys yeah, or something. five generals yeah, or whatever. Five, yeah. Yeah, but again, I don't know their names. Mm -hmm. I don't know what rank they are, like where in the military a general is. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many generals they have. I don't know how important they are. To me, it seems kind of strange that a fucking general is at the front lines yeah. instead of like, you know, yeah. all the way back in Russia, yeah. just fucking making a phone call, especially in this day. Or day, trying right? to paint the pictures that Zelensky's on the front lines. Right. That's fucked. Right. Using a picture from like three years ago, yeah. which has been a super like they have Australian firefighters that they that they put in news stories and said, yeah, this guy's a Ukrainian firefighter who put out a building that got bombed. Yeah. Like every day there's a new fake story. So I'm super skeptical of everything I hear. Yeah. On both sides, right? Because I'm sure the Russians have a bunch of shit that they're putting out there that's bullshit too, right? Because, again, the first casualty of war is is the truth, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Like, everyone's going right, to lie. Right, right, right. Propaganda on both sides. Right. Yeah. But, but the reality is, is that, like, if you looked at Russia and what they're capable of, like, if Russia was crazy, okay, if Putin's out of his mind, Which, right? Yeah, it seems if, like he if is. If they're yeah. so deadly, mm -hmm. if they have all these nuclear weapons, why wouldn't they have just steamrolled all of Ukraine by now? Why wouldn't mm -hmm. they have just bombed everybody to mm -hmm. death? Mm -hmm. Because they don't want to do that, mm -hmm. right? If Russia wanted to destroy everything, they could have. They don't. Because they know the implications of that. Well, they, not only do they know the implications, but they also know that if they take a certain amount of time, right? They could win it that they way. They can win it because, because both sides will come to an agreement. Yeah. Instead of it being like, okay, we're just going to stab you immediately and try and take everything from you, right? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the Russians invaded a sovereign country. Nobody's defending Putin. Nobody, nobody's that. saying yeah. he's a good guy. No. Like, they said that about Trump. Like, Trump called him a genius. Guess what, idiots? Darth Vader is a genius. <laughs> Doesn't mean when you watch Star Wars, you like him. Mm -hmm. You just realize that he's a fucking... He's good at being evil, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you could probably say the same thing about Bin Laden because we mentioned them so many times already. Yeah. Bin Laden's a genius. He wanted to take down America, and he did it by hijacking a couple of planes. He spent a few million dollars, and the United States has spent trillions of dollars. So you buy the official narrative of 9-11? <laughs> not, not, not to go down a rabbit hole, but you seem to. There's problems with that. Listen to Mike Baker on the CIA. There's problems with that explanation. Yeah. There's problems with that explanation. Yeah. With their explanation of what the fuck happened that day, yeah. there's problems with it. Okay. Moving on. Um, that being said, though, yeah. that being said, even if, you know, other shit happened that day, Bin Laden's goal was achieved, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whether whether it was something else going on behind the scenes, the official story, gotcha. the non-official story, gotcha. what he wanted was for America to suffer. With a couple million dollars, he achieved he that, that goal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's, it's fucked. It's fucked yeah. up because Ukraine has got problems. They have corruption. They have a neo-Nazi problem. Their leader, I don't think he's the best leader. You know, like he doesn't look like he really knows what he's doing, even though they keep trying to say that, you know. Zelensky, they're trying to prop this guy up so much. When I see that guy talk, yeah. even though I don't speak his language, yeah. but when I look at that guy, his mannerisms, everything about him, he looks like fucking Trudeau. <laughs> yeah. He looks like another Trudeau. Yeah. And we all know Trudeau's a fucking loser. Did you know in a, in a tweet like years ago, he said that uh, Zelensky oh. said that Trudeau inspired him to be, get into politics. Did he? Yeah. 
For real. Yeah, I swear. That's disgusting. Yeah. So I so so I didn't know that. But yeah. If that's true, yeah. There you go. All right. Yeah. But that that reminds me because I didn't say yeah. this before. I was about to say it, the yeah. fringe minority. He was talking about people that were unvaccinated in Canada. Mm-hmm. Generally, right? You're yeah. saying these people are, are the fringe minority. Yeah. They hold a fringe minority with unacceptable views. Yeah. You know how many people voted for Trudeau in the last election? 27%. But how many people? Like actual No. People? You don't know how many people? No. You know how many unvaccinated people there are in Canada? 7 million, 6 million, something like that. Yeah. The number, Same amount. The number of people that voted for him mm. was about 5.5 or 6 million. Wow. You can look it up right now. Yeah. There are more unvaccinated Canadians than there were people who voted for Trudeau. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when you have a man who's standing there on his fucking you know, yeah, pedestal. It's unbelievable. Don't get me started. Calling you fringe minority, yeah. right? To these, there's millions of people, mm-hmm. right? It's not like it was eight people. I yeah. mean, even if it was eight people, Canada is a country of minorities. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to protect minorities. Whatever that minority group is, you're supposed to protect them. Mm-hmm. Especially when they have reasonable reasons to be protected. Yeah. Right? If you have 10 people that think everybody should have their heads chopped off, yeah. then no, that's not a minority you protect because yeah. obviously they're a violent. Yeah. Yeah. But when you have millions of people that want bodily autonomy yeah. and you call them a fringe minority yeah. and that number of people is larger than the people who voted for you, Mm-hmm. We got a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. We especially got a problem when the media holds his water the way they do. And hold on, and only now whom he subsidizes. Yeah, whom today, March twenty first, uh, is now okay to say you have a reason for bodily autonomy because of so much that's been revealed. Wind last year that wasn't okay, but now it's okay. Maybe that might be temporary. I don't. I don't like any of the parties. Like no, no, no. I'm not talking about parties. No, no. But March twenty first is you're talking about Ontario not wearing masks. No, no, not just the mask thing, because I'm talking more about like the Pfizer releasing of the of the documents that came out about adverse reactions. People are now more open to why people didn't want to get vaccinated. Yeah, well, that that's never going to get that's I, I, there's a lot of people that think maybe I'm too cynical, but there's a lot of people that think, oh, the truth is going to come out and these people are going to pay. Yeah, I don't think so. No, no, they're definitely not. No, 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 I don't think so. And the reason yeah. why I don't think so is because the same people that told you to do all these things that might now have side effects yeah. are the same people that are going to be in charge of investigating it. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's, you know, hey, Mr. Police Officer, since this was a popular <laughs> thing a couple years ago, police brutality and defund the police, right? <laughs> hey, Mr. Police Officer, we know that you just beat the shit out of that guy. Yeah. Now we're going to have you investigate whether or not you were right to do it or not. I wonder what the results of that investigation are going to be. Yeah. Like, it's just the same people that told you to do all these things protected each other when they gave the pharmaceutical companies no liability whatsoever. Mm -hmm. When they said, we can't sue you in court if anything bad happens, they knew. They knew right then and there. They told everybody, take it, it's safe, it's fine, it's effective, it'll save your life, whatever, whatever. And for large groups of people, like, you know, anybody over, I don't know, we'll say 50 or 60. Yeah, yeah. 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 year olds. Yeah, it probably did save a lot of lives, right? Mm-hmm. But but there's also the downside, which is young, you know, five-year-olds, 10-year-olds, right? Yeah. Perfectly healthy people. Yeah. And they, they forced everybody to take they it. Won't they won't look at that. They tried as yeah. hard as they could to oh. force everybody, and they had everybody on the same team, mm-hmm. okay? Doctors, uh, you know, uh, People in public health, uh, the government, everyone, the media, they're all on the same team. Yeah. These are all the institutions, universities, right? Schools, even businesses, right? Certain businesses. Mm-hmm. These are the people that run the fucking country. They're all in on it together. Now, are they talking to each other? I don't know. Maybe they just agree on it, right? But the point is, is unless all of these people 
leave or are removed, this is nothing's ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Nothing's ever going to happen. Yeah. This yeah. is not like asbestos. Like asbestos was like, oh, yeah, it's safe. It's fine. And then after they find out that it gives you cancer, right? Mm-hmm. This was something that they did on an emergency basis. They gave them no liability. They gave them, uh, you know, no, uh, what's it called? A waiver of liability across the board. And anything that bad happens, right? They weren't necessarily even recording it that well. Mm-hmm. You know how many people I know? I know a guy that started working with him a little while ago. He said, my dad took the third shot and he died a week later of a heart attack. Mm. Do you think anybody's sitting there no, going, that's, oh, it was yeah. the booster shot that yeah. did it? Yeah. No, they're going to say, oh, he, he had a heart attack. Yeah. People have heart attacks all the time. Yeah. But when it was COVID, oh, it's COVID-related death. Right? That's how you know that the media is not objective. The media is not objective or truthful because if they were, every day there would be two numbers on the fucking screen. COVID-related deaths <laughs> and vaccine-related deaths. Yeah. Mind you, it would be a lot lower, the vaccine-related deaths. I'm not, I'm not trying to say... Or, well, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But just put the fucking number up. Yeah. Right? Because you could say the same thing about COVID deaths. Yeah. There could be but a they guy- would not even stare and look and even entertain the possibility that anyone was injured from the vaccine. Well, they did at the beginning with yeah. AstraZeneca. I remember yeah. when they rolled out AstraZeneca, oh, this person got a blood clot, they died, yeah. right? But maybe it's because, I don't know, maybe they had a better deal with Pfizer and Moderna than they did with AstraZeneca. Yeah. So they had to push one out and push one in. But at the beginning, they kind of, but then after that that shit, like once they start to realize like, oh, wait a minute, people are worried about like the side effects and that it affected numbers, they, lay, they went way off that shit. Mm. They didn't report that shit at all. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows, I mean, not everybody, but I know, and people I know know lots of people that had bad reactions. Yeah. Strokes, heart attacks, deaths. Or even just feeling like shit for a week. Like Okay, right, but I, I, if we're going to talk about this, yeah. like this topic, right, yeah. of, of, you know, yeah. you feel shit should, from a week from COVID, you should yeah. f- sh- feel like mm-hmm. shit for a week from the vaccine, okay, whatever, right? But deaths, heart attacks, mm-hmm. strokes, there's people that couldn't, like, I know a guy that couldn't walk for six weeks. And he was, like, in his early 30s. He was in a hospital for six weeks because they mixed on him. They gave him Pfizer and then they gave him Moderna. Are you sure it wasn't long COVID? That was a joke. <laughs> what about Alfonso Davies? I know, what right? What about Alfonso yeah. Davies? Yeah. He took one shot, two shot, probably uh, took the third shot, got COVID, got myocarditis. Yeah. What caused the myocarditis? But you see how it'll never come out because they'll, no, they'll, they'll blame COVID even if it wasn't. But which one was it? Yeah. Right, he's got he's got three shots of a yeah. fucking vaccine in him. Yeah, and then he's got COVID. Well, it must have been the COVID that gave it to really. Yeah, how do you know? And that? if you took the vaccine, should you have not have? Wasn't the whole point of it so that wouldn't happen? Thank you, thank you. Wasn't so, the whole point so that, that wouldn't happen? That case right there is the perfect yeah. case, the exact perfect case on why you're fucked in either direction. They're yeah. fucked. Their story blew up. Yeah, right in either direction because either the thing doesn't protect you the way that it's yeah. they say it does, or it fucked you up. Either way, there's something going on here. And that guy's like a 22-year-old, like, super athlete. I know. Have you heard any updates on that? He's not playing. Yeah. He's not playing. I mean, they, no, but, like, have they, they researched it anymore? Or no, they, they keep saying he's one week away and he never plays. And are they, is he, are they calling it long COVID? Is that what they're... No, they're yeah. not calling it anything. They're just yeah. saying he had myocarditis and mm. he got COVID. They, Very again, well could be. The and sports media and the media, yeah. they're all the same. They all try and cover and it up. And so many other soccer players got that, too. So many. A lot of soccer a lot, players. A lot, If you look at just year by year, yeah. there's, like, 20 or some yeah. odd that die every year from cardiac arrest. Yeah. The last couple of years, it's way higher than that. And, again, a lot of people will say, well, they got COVID and COVID gave them myocarditis and maybe it did mm-hmm. but don't sit there and pretend like, like the fucking vaccines are complete saints like miracles from god yeah because if you if uh, this is a thing i love to do right because the covid 
the people that are like super gung ho about the fucking vaccine that are like got the fourth dose and they're yeah. like, you know, they got the syringe in the tip of their dick. They're just fucking give it to me, right? <laughs> yeah. Those same people, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, hate Donald Trump. So when I start talking to people like that, yeah. they start fucking sucking the dick of the vaccine. I go, well, you know what? If you love that vaccine so much, if it's so you perfect, give Trump you got to give Trump credit. You yeah. just watch your fucking heads explode. <laughs> no, he didn't do anything. He didn't even, he just yeah. didn't do it. It was Pfizer. Yeah. They didn't get money from this. Yeah. 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 They lose their fucking minds, man. Yeah. Because that's the world they live in. Yeah. They, world, they live in You do have world. to give it to him. He did the warp speed and he does take credit for it. Well, again, but yeah. that's terrible. Right, mm-hmm. well, that's terrible because no liability on the vaccine. So yes, it came out super fast. What a shit show, man! It was Holy a shit fuck. show, and and they didn't even give him credit for the vaccine. Yeah. The companies themselves, they released it after the election because mm-hmm. they didn't want him to get credit yeah, for it, yeah, right? Yeah, even yeah. a little bit, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think he should get like a hundred percent credit. I don't even think he should get maybe even twenty percent mm-hmm. credit. But he was involved. Yeah. Right. And so that's that, also why the QAnons lose their mind too. Well, because yeah, not not to get there. Just this is just for you. I, that's this why I like just, calling them blue anon. Yeah. Because you have the 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 blue anon and QAnon are like the two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Right. Right. You, right. Ha- you have your ultra left wing Democrat. That's a good point. Progressive that wears three masks, four doses. Like they believe everything the government and everything that uh, all yeah. the officials. And the other side that thinks Trump is Jesus. Yeah, they're yeah. the same type of people. They yeah. just have that fucking thing in their head. They don't talk to each other. They don't cross paths. Right. Yeah. Granted, some things have shown that right-wing people are more likely to get both sides of the argument than mm-hmm. left-wing people. Mm-hmm. Left-wing people are, are super, like, yeah. like they blame, they, they'll they look at Trump and they go, the guy's an isolationist. He doesn't want to work with anybody in the world. Yeah. That's left-wingers. Mm-hmm. Left-wing people live in their fucking bubble and they isolate themselves from everybody so, else. And as soon as you enter that world yeah. and tell them something different, they have a name that they're going to call you. Mm-hmm. You're a Nazi. You're a racist. You're a this. You're a that. And then if somebody in their group has those same tendencies, that's perfectly fine mm-hmm. because they're on my team. Yeah. You know? It's something I, I really noticed when I was growing up watching sports, right? You're a Leaf fan. Okay. You see a Montreal Canadian fan or an Ottawa Center fan? Fuck that guy. Yeah. He's not wearing my jersey. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. It's like he likes hockey the way you do. He just likes his team and you like yours. People, they just can't. They're, they're not smart enough to see that, right? Because smart doesn't mean using your own brain anymore. Smart means, oh, I went to university and a professor indoctrinated <laughs> me and he gave me a fucking degree. Yeah, Look at yeah, me. Look yeah, how smart I am. Yeah. Look at this piece of paper cost me $20,000. I'm smart. More. No, you're not. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You listen to a fucking professor... <laughs> That was indoctrinated by the professor before yeah. him who's going to indoctrinate well, you. I love talking about that conversation about how 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 the school system controls us because that's the first thing that makes us who we are in this so society. That, that might be the number one issue why Canada's fucked. Uh, why? The education system. Mm. I mean, they like to say like, you know, like when you talk to Canadians, I talk to so many Canadians and I tell them how much I love America and right away that you see the cringe on their face. Even my parents, like, Growing up, I was I was anti-American. Like mm-hmm. the rivalry was there. Like fuck America, they're ignorant, they're right, stupid. Right, right, The last two years have taught me how fantastic America is. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. greatest country in the world. It's not perfect. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty far from perfect. It's pretty corrupt. Mm-hmm. Right? Is there's some problems? There's some serious problems that need to be fixed. But if you look at America and what it's supposed to be, yeah, like just the First and Second Amendment. Yeah, as a citizen, there, right? Yeah. Fuck, man. And not to say. But, Cana- but yeah. Canadians, but Canadians get super defensive about that, right? No, Canada's better than America. Yeah. No, Canada's better. We get healthcare. We get free healthcare. Yeah. We get taxed up the ass, but it's free healthcare. Oh my yeah. god, we're so much better in Canada. It's better in Canada. It's better. It's better. It's better. They hate that, right? They hate that. They hate that 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 someone tells them that America is better. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the biggest reasons that Canada's fucked is because we don't have, we have only left-wing parties. Even the and you have nowhere to you have nowhere to go, and because there's no there's nowhere to go. And you can say what you want about Republicans and Trump mm. and right wingers in the states or whatever. At least there's two sides of the argument. Yeah. At least there's two sides there. In Canada, and you can every, move states. Everybody's a left wing person. Even the conservatives are left wingers. They're just driving the speed limit.